Today on the Business Builders Podcast, we're continuing our series about driving business development and our topic is alignment. So we're looking at the role the business development meeting plays in getting your team into the sales mindset. Ron talks about using visual indicators to keep your people up to date and engaged, and I talk about making business development fun for everyone. Well, welcome to the Business Builders Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Brenton Gowland. And I'm Ron Tomlin. And Ron, here we are for our third installment of Driving Business Development, which is really quite good. We've been through four, well, we've got four topics to cover. That is planning, monitoring, or planning your BD, monitoring your business development, aligning your team, and then winning as a team. So in a fortnight's time, we'll do winning as a team, but today is about aligning our team. Absolutely. Cool. So we'll get into that in just a sec, but we're coming to the end of financial year. In fact, we're recording this podcast a little bit early, everyone. We're recording it on the 30th of June. And when we release this podcast, which will be in a a week or so, it will be the new financial year. And I'm just wondering, because you spend a lot of time interviewing CEOs and getting out and about with different businesses, what do you see on the horizon for the 23 financial year? And look, I might just caveat that with, if you're in other countries, you might have a different fiscal calendar than we do. But still the question is, what do you see on the horizon? Well, one of the things that I've noticed is that people's sensitivity to, if you like, the global situation has increased enormously over the last two years. I'm sure COVID has had a lot to do with that. And the repercussions of COVID in terms of things like supply chains, Yes. Exposure to world economies, realizing that things that happen half a world away are having significant impacts here, like what's going on in Ukraine, and it's affecting daily life, like the price of oil. So I think there's, in business in general, there's a greater sensitivity to what's going on with the rest of the world than I've ever seen before. Mm. And that's not to say Australia's insular, but we certainly were able to live in a very comfortable, way within our own backyard, and that's gone. Mm. Some people might say that's a good thing. Some people say, oh, what about the good old days? But at the end of the day, regardless, there's a greater awareness of what's going on in the world and the business community and how it impacts on us. It's certainly made the world a smaller place, hasn't it? Yes. And I, to your point, like some of the businesses that I'm working with, supply chains are interrupted and so forth, and it's making them reconsider how they do things. And then there's uncertainty about what's going to happen in terms of inflation and all sorts of other bits and pieces. So the way I see it is necessity drives invention. So there's an opportunity. In fact, there's not an opportunity. We have to innovate as businesses. We have to innovate. We have to find new ways of doing things and we have to understand how our market needs are changing. Yeah. And and I think people are open, more open to that than mm. they ever were before. People are more willing to accept that maybe they don't know everything that's happening. Mm. You know, I've been in this game for 20 years type Mm. of thing is going out the window because the game is changing. Mm. And so people are looking for how can I get that information? How can I open myself to greater awareness of what customers are looking for and what suppliers are looking for as well? Yeah. And that's why business development is such an important part of a business because Not only is it about driving new business, it's about listening. And so when you're in the marketplace and your BD people, your staff are operating with other clients, talking to other people, they have the ability to bring back useful information, which we're going to talk about today, and help us or help inform our businesses so that we can actually use that information and 
make good business decisions. Absolutely. Now we need to talk about our sponsors. We do, and we've got SA Business Builders is one of our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic. And um, I think there's a, a meeting, an informal meeting coming up on the first, oh no, the 4th of July. No, it's how the 12th. The 12th of July. That's correct. How Well, I was going to say how appropriate, but it doesn't really affect me anymore. No, it's about a week or so away. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, there's Adapco. Yes, that's my business, and I come and operate as your chief marketing officer, sometimes one day a week, sometimes a little bit more but usually over a certain period of time where we help you get your marketing function within your business really driving the way it should be and such an important part of the business at this point because it's all about communicating, communicating with your clients, communicating with people who don't know you yet and getting that messaging right. So, And communicating internally as well. I find that the internal marketing is often the sorry forgotten cousin hmm. of the, the marketing game. We were just doing vision, mission, values with one of our clients this morning, actually, and that was all about exactly what you're saying. How are we going to communicate this internally within the business? So, yeah, and it's interesting because the CMO function then sometimes cuts across into that strategy work as well because that's required to get a real understanding of the kind of messaging that you should be putting out in market. Where are we going as a business? If you don't have a target, you don't really know where to direct your messaging. So that's one of the things we work on getting right. Which segues beautifully into our discussion today about aligning the team for business development. Correct. So, aligning. To start with, aligning really is about communicating, as Ron said, all throughout your business. And what the key thing is with aligning your business development, I believe, is actually creating a business development meeting. Now, that sounds really simple, doesn't it? It does. But what's it involve? Well, it involves getting the right people into the room frequently to be able to communicate what's going on with your clients internally and your clients externally so that you can share that information with all the relevant parties so everyone knows what's going on. And realistically, everyone needs to be in some way part of the business development effort within an organization for it to work effectively. So that's why aligning your staff by getting them together for a meeting is really, really important. You talked about frequently. What Mm -hmm. does that mean for you? Well, with most of the businesses that I work with, every week we have a BD meeting, at least might be on a Tuesday, it might be on a Monday, but it's at some point early in the week so that we can actually go, right, what are the tasks for this week? Who are we going to speak to? What do we need to address to be able to get this pipeline that we spoke about on the last episode actually in motion? Okay. And who's in that meeting? All right. Well, this is a really interesting question because a business might have one BD person, or it might have a few BD people, but it also has other people that deal with your clients in various other roles. They could be account managers, they could be project managers, they could be several different roles. I believe that in essence, the people that need to be in these meetings are those people who have front facing roles with clients like account managers or project managers, etc. And you, you, you might be choosy because you might have one person who is across all your projects and they're in the meeting. But I would highly suggest that if you've got account managers, because part of their role is building relationships and BD is all about relationships, that you have those people in the meeting. And sometimes you have some upper management in those meetings and so forth. But um, as we start to talk about this, you'll see it's not necessarily a requirement, but in my view, the best practice is to have people who are dealing with clients in a meaningful 
front-facing way for your business. Yeah. I, I, I think it's important because it's a communication about what the customer is expecting mm. and what business could be on the horizon. Mm. So that affects your operational side of the business. It certainly affects the finance side of the business in terms of cash flow. Mm. So it really requires a lot more people than you think about in terms of business development, directly involved with this business development, to be in that meeting. Yeah, 100%. It doesn't have to be long either, does it? Well, it depends how many people you've got. And look, it might be worth talking about the structure of the meeting because typically a meeting with a few people would be about half an hour. But if you've got a team of six, seven, eight who are in that meeting, you might have an hour. So as for structure, I would usually break it up into three or four parts. And I would always start with some sort of introduction or motivational piece. Now, it might be 10 minutes of just everyone getting together. And if you have it on a Monday, you might talk about what happened on the weekend, you know, just some general chit chat. But then you might talk about what's going on with your clients, but you might also do a bit of training around the CRM or a bit of information about, hey guys, are you using the spreadsheet correctly? Depending on whether you're using a CRM or a spreadsheet. CRMs do become very, very handy when you have multiple people in a meeting though. So this is all about, this This introduction is all about getting people into the mindset of business development. Yeah. And one of the other things you might do is there's a really, there's really great resources online where often I've played videos or different bits and pieces that can inspire people about the sales function or stories about how people have got different clients over the line. There's lots and lots of- Simon Sinek talking about the importance the why. of why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got to see that at least once, if not 50 times. The why behind our what. So yeah, that first 10 minutes is, is just really aligning everyone, getting them motivated so that they can really start to appreciate the BD efforts that they're, they're making and, and how they're contributing and how they can contribute. And the importance of this to the organization. Yes. Yes. Then I would go around the group and give everyone five to 10 minutes to report on what's going on. Now, the centerpiece of these meetings would usually be either a spreadsheet if you're using it, or as we discussed the other week, a CRM. If you're using a CRM, you might have within that some sort of sales pipeline where you've got some sort of arrangement, as we discussed the other week, with each of the stages of the business development process with different clients in each of those containers, buckets, columns, whatever you might call them. And because I like to de-jagonize things, mm. CRM's customer relationship management system. That's correct. It's customer relationship management system. So this enables us to manage our customers. Mm. So you might go through the group and each person has their clients come up. Now, on that point, what I've said is each person. So it's not just your BDMs who are using the CRM or the spreadsheet, whichever you're using, but it's also your account managers who are using the CRM. So in one particular business that I work with, we have each of the account managers inputting quotes into that system as jobs when they're being quoted when they're being approved and they move them into the closed one column, whatever it is. But we have everyone using that same system. And that gives us a much higher level of accuracy on the pipeline if we have everyone contributing. So the CRM, mm. and we talked about this earlier when we talked about a business intelligence mm. that people are gaining, CRM can be that uh, repository of knowledge and the mechanism for importing that knowledge yes. for an organization. You need something to base the meeting around mm -hmm. and it can be just an agenda, but then you've got surplus notes all over the place if you don't have some centralized location, as you said, to put that information. Mm. And if it's a CRM, you might have it on SharePoint and everyone just inputs 
brief details as they should, but you can isolate, even in a CRM, you can just sort the data so that the name of person X is the only name that's showing what they've got in their pipeline. They can talk about those jobs. So that that next five to 10 minutes is where people would go around and they would bring up information about what jobs they're working on. And then perhaps if they see any opportunities with clients or perhaps if they see any risks with clients, which mm. is sometimes really important. Yeah, obstacles and, and barriers to achieving what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, correct. And then your BD people can share what they're hearing about and market who they're targeting. They can, and it's, it's also important when you align the team that sometimes BD people can feel isolated, but if they can workshop with other people mm. about the clients that they're working on, You'd be surprised at the information that might come back from other members of the team Mm. or just being able to talk about how to approach a different situation. Getting that perspective from external, Mm. what customers are saying, what potential clients are saying, and getting their perspective internally about what are some of the priorities in terms of production or service provision. And that's really interesting because you've got your account managers who are doing the internal BD predominantly, Mm. and you've got your BD people who are predominantly doing external BD. There can be crossover, of course. You get then a two-way flow of information where the BD people are learning about what's going on in in the lives of our existing clients, but that also gives them case studies. That also gives them information so that when they're talking to another client, they can go, well, actually, for one of our existing clients, we've done that. How does that sound? Would that solve your problem? And if if you're not sharing these stories, you're not loading your BD people up with the right information. And on the other side of that coin... You've got the BD people going, I've heard this out in market. I've heard this at an event. I've heard this. This is what's happening externally. This is what we need to watch out for. And then you've got the account managers who are working with clients going, you know what? I've heard on the grapevine that this, this, and this. Maybe we should protect ourselves by actioning. Well, it just gives us a flow of information so we can, as a business, be informed and aligned. Mm. And and the, the perspective of those BD people are talking mm. to potential new clients they're obviously looking at solving their problems, mm. but some of those problems can relate back to the problems that existing clients have that you don't even know about. That's right. So understanding what new people are saying and yep. new, new potential clients are saying can help the account managers to look for opportunities that they hadn't even thought about. That's right. And having that flow of information just helps us serve our clients so much better, mm. way better. So that, that takes about 10 minutes. You go around the room and have a bit of discussion. But as you can see, if you've got five, six, seven people, that adds up really quickly. So the more people you have, you might have shorter reports and you might ask people to prepare them earlier. But then you'll have discussion points that you might park and then pull out at the end and go, we really should discuss what John brought up or Francis brought up or Jane brought up, whatever the person is. You note it down and once you've gone through your reports, you discuss or you discuss at the time, depending on how you run your meetings. After that, then I would generally go through and talk about who's got blockers, who's available to help other people, blah, blah, blah. And then I would create a list of action points, things that have to be done that week to get those opportunities that we see in the pipeline closed. If a risk is being brought up, we might say that we need to talk or bring someone else in the business to deal with that. But we need to deal with those things that were done in that meeting. So what's really important is documentation after Mm. the meeting. Uh, post-meeting, so that people understand what their responsibilities, what they're accountable for before the next meeting. You know, what I'm hearing in all this in terms of your experience with business development meetings is that really it's a lot like 
the disciplines associated with executive management mm -hmm. and implementing strategic plans that we talked about last time, but focused on an area that is typically being a little bit more ad hoc, which that, is business development. Well, it's, it's typically, it's sometimes an area of the business that can be isolated. And it's just such an opportunity lost if that's what you allow to keep happening within your business. The BD people go out and do their thing. And I've seen it in plenty of businesses. They go out and they're expected to bring in clients, but then how do they interact with everyone else? And some businesses do it better than others. But if you get a group of people working as a team, the sheer fact is you will actually achieve a whole lot more if you're aligned. Now, to your point on notes, absolutely, every meeting should have notes, but don't make them exhaustive. Your CRM should contain most of the information. Half the time we're doing notes, I'll go person X, business as usual. There's nothing that stands out. They're dealing with that client, just dealing with normal issues. But what you'd write down is client X might need attention because. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's the, the management by exception yeah, actions. Absolutely. That, yeah. Such and such BD person needs help from someone else with from another client to be able to help put a quote together or whatever the case may be. They're the things that you write down. And then you basically just created a list of action points. So you, your note should really only be one or two pages of dot points with a bunch of action points at the end. And potentially a breakdown of, and I like doing this, is what did we close last week? So it's, it's basically a report and I do a report every week and it's real simple. What work did we close last week? Dollar value. I don't even put the clients down because that's listed in the CRM. So you can just click a couple of buttons and up comes all your clients. Or if you've got a spreadsheet, there should be a place where you can maybe an extra tab where you can put the clients you've won and clients you've lost so you can analyze it later. But I'd do, what did we close last week? What's in our current active pipeline with our existing clients? What's in our current active pipeline, as in quotes that are out with potential new clients? And maybe what's been won and what's been lost. Mm. And that might be it. So you can start to see, oh, gee, we've lost a bit this, this quarter or this week or we've won a bit this week, or we've got a lot of opportunity there. And then I would share that with the team that were there, just a few notes and who's responsible for what, but I'd also give it to the management. They might have board meetings or they might have just some general oversight that's required, but you keep them then informed hmm. with, oh yeah, I can, oh, and management. And I've seen this happen a bunch. They've read a line and gone, oh no, that's a really important client to us. I need to go talk to account manager X about that, or I need to go inquire about it. So it just activates the business to deal with issues and be proactive if you're putting those notes out into the right people. And I noticed you said, and I agree with you, that management needs to be involved, even if they're not management directly associated with mm -hmm. some type of customer activity. Although I'm a great believer if, you know, in the old saying, if you're not serving the customer, then you're serving someone who is. But, yeah. you know, let's leave that to one side. But I think it's important as well to, to engage all the staff. Yeah. And I've found indicators as in, some type of visual indicator, whether it's a thermometer, you know, we're, we're aiming for this target in terms of new business. Here we are at, at halfway through the year and we're at this stage, whether it's some type of needle mm. on a graph, on a, uh, on a dial, whatever it is, some type of visual indicator helps keep people up to date with what's going on and engaged in getting that information that can be so vital to the business development effort. Yeah, and that can be a lot of fun too because I remember in one business I was working with, we put it out wanted posters uh -huh. and we put a whole heap of client logos that we decided we wanted to get to. And the idea was that if any of the staff, and I think there was 
30 or 40 staff in this business. If any of the staff knew someone who knew someone from these businesses, the BD people wanted to know. And then there was a whole process if they'd gone anywhere with it, that they reported it back through. But these wanted posters were like those old. Well, the old wanted posters in the Wild West. The Wild West. Yeah, exactly. And so it looks like, you know, wanted. Yeah, fantastic. So we'd have like 20 logos on the thing. So people would like, it'd be in the lunchroom and people would be like, actually, that business, I know someone who works there. I can find out from them who the right person to speak to is. Fantastic. And that's how you include people mm. in the business development process throughout the whole business. You make it creative and fun. So it's not just aligning customer-facing people who, who need to be in that meeting, as we mm. talked about. It's aligning the entire staff. Yeah, and then if you, you're really good with, as we talked about, the business strategy and communicating, everyone needs to understand their role because in actually contributing towards growing the business and people are doing exceptional work, it makes it so much easier for the business people to sell. So they're contributing. Oh, we've done a fantastic job with X client. Let's document what we did, create a case study for the BD people to go and sell more of that because we like doing that work. And and it, it um, gives an opportunity for everyone to be involved in what mm. we're going to talk about next week, mm. which is winning as a team. Yeah, Things absolutely. Like celebration and... And, motor- and actually mobilizing the right people to help you get the job done. But we'll talk about that in a minute. One other thing I wanted to say, and I'm talking to CEOs and management here, is if you have this process in place, particularly where you've got the notes coming out from BD meetings where you're reporting on what sold last week and the week before, if these things are happening and you've got a lot of eyes on it, it keeps the BD people and the account managers accountable and everyone steps up. When you start running meetings like this, people's performance improves because when they see all of a sudden, oh, wow, there's a pipeline and there's my re- responsibility in it. And person X has got a lot more work that they're doing than me dollar value wise. I better get on my front foot and really get active and do some more work here. But people can start to see where they relate. And we can talk about this at you know a different point, but it gives you the ability to motivate people if you run these meetings correctly. And it raises the profile in the organization of a, a critical function, which is business development, mm. and gives them a greater sense of engagement with the rest of the organization yeah. as well. And when, like we said in the preamble, it also enables information to flow through the business. Business development, and what I'm really trying to get across here, is such a critical part of the business. And it's way more than just selling. And that's what we talked about right back when we introduced this series. Business development is not just going out and selling a thing. It's about developing the business, developing the opportunities we see whether it be opportunities with existing clients or opportunities with new clients. But it's also part of that is getting the information. It's aligning the team so everyone understands their part in how they contribute to the business, winning more work and driving business development. So everyone's involved. Everyone's involved. At least they should be in some way or at least informed about what's going on, as you pointed out. Absolutely. So next time we talk about winning as a team. Correct. We yeah, do. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that because that, that involved popping corks and so on. And that's, that's oh, one of my favorite activities. It can involve <laughs> popping corks. It can involve, and we won't give anything away, but I think people get the idea. It involves celebrating in a way that is right for you, but you've got to get to the celebration part. That, that's where the winning comes in. And that's where the discipline of doing the type of things we were talking about today and last mm. week, you know, um, monitoring your pipeline, aligning your staff to execution or implementation of that pipeline. That's why it's so important to do that so that you can get to the end bit, which is the winning. Yeah. And that's what I was, you were reading my mind because if that, if those other three things aren't in place, 
making the plan, the planning part, as you said, the monitoring and then aligning your team, then the winning just doesn't work. You just a disparate group of people where the BD people alone ranges. It won't be long before we'll be finishing each other's sentences, Brenton, so we better stop. That's a bit scary. We we better end this episode then because I I don't want to be there. (laughs) (laughs) So it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. But before I do go, I'm going to ask if you're listening and you're enjoying our podcast and they're doing something for you, even if it's me, I just look for one nugget per podcast. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever your listening platform is. We would really appreciate that. And until next time, it's bye from me. And bye from me.